Hi, welcome to An Extra Fizz with Shania and Molly, a podcast to discuss writing, creativity and all the latest news from our fizz community. This episode we'll be talking to you as university graduates all about how to boost creativity, the latest from fizz and also the wider writing community. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. Not like we've just been talking to each other for 20 minutes. (laughs) We definitely haven't (laughs) done any prep work. Um, I hope our listeners at home are okay today, having a good day. Yep. So we'll just run through what we're going to talk through today. Yeah, cool. So we have recently finished university. We are graduates. I mean, not yet. We haven't got our classifications, but I'm sure... Well, no, we've not got our certificates, but I think we've got through. (laughs) We think we've done all right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we'll talk through that, our feelings about finishing uni. Um, We're going to be talking about Pit Mad, the phenomena on Twitter. And then we have recently published our first bilingual poem. Yeah, by Sophie Kay, that was really good. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, and for anyone that's experiencing writer's block, we have got seven non-writing activities that will boost a writer's creativity. I really can be using them. <laughs> this is more... <laughs> yeah. um, and then to finish off, we'll just discuss some types of books that are quite yeah. controversial so let's get stuck in so uh, how are you happy or stressed or sad that you finished uni now i'm happy because basically i'm going on to do a master's in publishing and creative writing so i feel like i've not completely finished yeah so i feel a bit more a bit less stressed because i think if I wasn't doing this master's and I didn't have that plan in place, I would be, you know, sleepless nights. I'd just feel a bit like edge of a cliff moment. Welcome to my world. (laughs) (laughs) Shania is going to do a master's, as you said. I am not. So I'm just sort of flailing about in life, wondering what's next. Because I've not been in structured education Well, I mean, I've been in that for about, like, my whole life. For, like, what, 15 years, 16 years? And now I'm just meant to be in the world. You've got to be an adult now. Yeah, no, thank you. I just want to watch Disney movies and eat crisps. (laughs) I don't want to have to, you know... You think I'm not going to do that anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think... um, I've got a job, which is amazing, and I don't have to pay rent at home, which is also amazing. Thank you, parents. Um, so <laughs> while I've got that safety net, I'm going to try and get work experience, try and find if there's anywhere that will you know, do an internship or things like that in the career path that I want to do, which I actually don't know what that is. I think it's, you know, something to do with writing, editing, you know, such as fizz. Which is such as fizz, fizz. yeah. Um, so that's the, the vague plan as of now, but I, I'm just going to come to your, your uni, mate. I'm just going to come and chill with you. I think. Do it, do it. Yeah, come down to Cambridge. Can I just disclose, I am not studying at the University of Cambridge. I am not smart enough for that. I, think I am going to Anglia Ruskin. That, that I just want to say that. Don't unless you get 
specify. Just say you're chilling in Cambridge at uni. I know I should just let people presume what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> it's their fault if they get it wrong. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. Just don't tell people what you're doing. <laughs> but I'm sure whatever we do, we're going to be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be all right. If we just keep saying we're fine, we will be. <laughs> Yeah, if we keep saying it'll be fine, it'll be fine. It's like we're all sort of friends. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Um, No, but I'm sure whatever Molly does, she will be successful. Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. It's not even two o'clock. I'm not even five minutes into the podcast and I'm going to make her cry. Um, But yeah, I mean, masters are only a year long. So this time next year, I'll be the same as you. Don't worry, I'm just a year behind. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, we could, because tr- you're getting one in publishing, a master's in publishing, we could just, you know, s- try and get Fizz, you know, more off the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you this year get the funds and I'll get the knowledge. <laughs> and then boom, we're sorted. We can set it up. Yeah. yeah. If anyone wants to add to the funds, we are accepting money. Repo, PayPal, cash, or yeah. any and all. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah, take it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, especially in this pandemic, it is very hard for graduates trying to, if they're not going into a master's, trying to get a career going, like, you know, I think we deserve a pat on the back. Yeah. I mean, some people that are older, they think that we've got it really easy, but we don't. Can I just say? We don't. Yeah, we're on the phone and whatever. But lads, we've had to work through a global pandemic doing university degrees. And now we're going into the world that's trying to navigate those waters. Exactly. But it'll be Honestly. Fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine at home if you're in the same boat. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's basically where we're at at the moment in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Point number two. Point number two. I love Just the getting into it, following the schedule. Yeah. Bully points everything. She's got really good... Uh, Taipei personality going on. I'm loving it. <laughs> I write everything down, lists galore, and then I just send pictures of it to Molly. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Half of Molly's camera roll is just my writing. Yeah, it, it's nice writing though. Like it's it's like scripture. Uh, can I just say, like five minutes ago, <laughs> you agreed that it was scruffy writing. So don't be fake now, okay? <laughs> in right anyway so her writing though looks scruffy but it looks it looks nice scruffy like it's tilted and all (laughs) (laughs) scruffy doesn't necessarily mean bad beauty is in the eye of the beholder very much and that is the same reason why we're doing a podcast and not a video Anyway, anyway, right. So basically, moving on. If you um, are a member of Twitter and are in the writing community, you may have recently seen. um, What? 
if you're a member of Twitter. <laughs> what would you say if you're a tweeter? I don't know. <laughs> if you're on Twitter. Right, if you're on Twitter, okay. I was just trying to be, you know, professional. If you're on Twitter, you know what it is. Right. And you're a part of the writer community on Twitter. You might have come across a thing called Pitmad recently. And I have never heard of that like since before I saw it on, I think it was the 9th of June when it kicked off. Um, so, yeah, I was like, what is this hashtag? What is everyone doing? What is Pitmad? Don't understand it. What's going on? So for anyone else that saw it and didn't know what was going on, we're going to explain it to you the best we can. It might not be right, but this is how we've um, kind of taken it on. That was very concise, well done. Thanks. <laughs> um, okay. So basically, what it is, so writers that have um, completed manuscripts but haven't been able to get it published yet can pitch their manuscript on Twitter in the word count, obviously, because you can't get much in a tweet, but you can attempt to do that. And a publisher will... You have to put the hashtag Pitmad, by the way. And a publisher will come along on the Pitmad days and if they like what you've wrote, they'll, like, favourite or retweet it or something or get in contact. But basically, it's just a chance to pitch your manuscript. Yeah, because a lot of... um publishing houses and like uh, competitions require you to have an agent to you know get to publish your manuscript and such and you know not everyone can afford an agent not everyone wants an agent a lot of people have twitter though so uh you know you get just getting your name out there isn't it and trying to you, even if you don't get picked up by a publishing agent you could get um, more followers that like the stuff that you're writing you know and you can interact with them it is a good opportunity for writers, but there are like a few rules and stuff. Like it has to be completed and polished. Like you can't just be like have a first draft. It has to be like done, mm-hmm. um, and it can't be like already released for free on the internet or something like that. Like it's basically got to be done, printed out, put in a file safe, and just yeah. like waiting for someone to pick it up. Um, yeah. And Pitmad, it has been going for a few years, which I've never realised. I've never seen it until this wow. year. Oh, neither. No, no, it was just like, just appeared and I was like, what's going on here? But yeah, um, it happens four times, is it four times? Yeah, four times a year. So if you want to get your diaries out, people at home, <laughs> get ready because I'm going to give you the dates. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the 17th of March. Just to repeat that, that's the 17th of March. Gone, <laughs> uh, has it not? Huh? Is this every year that it does, they do it on these days? I think so. Well, oh. if it's not, I'm sorry, but this is what <laughs> I've been told. Um, <laughs> you might be a day late next year, but oh well. So 17th of March, 9th of June, 8th of September, and the 1st of December. If you need them dates, just Google it. Don't come to me. I've already told you once. Right. <laughs> but what annoys me is, I don't get it. why it's on random dates. Like, why can't it be on, like, the 1st of 
March, June, September, and December. Why does it have to be like? I don't get it. Who? What's going on? But we're on phase when they come round because we didn't know about it this year. Obviously, we can promote anyone's manuscripts or we'll be tweeting about it on those days and such. So if you forget, yeah. as long as you follow us. Yeah. You're... You can't get nothing for free. You've got to follow us first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, if a publisher sees your manuscript pitch um, and they like it, they will favourite it or retweet it. And then usually they'll do like a follow up tweet saying, if we liked your stuff, then follow this links, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, it is a really good way to get picked up, good opportunity just to get out there. Sort yep. of thing. Um, I mean, when I was on Twitter, I was just having a, a look, see what was out there. I mean, we're not official publishers, but we do like to look at people's work. Um, and I did see one that was quite good. I'll just read that out to you. It's not long, obviously, because it is fitting in a tweet. Yep. So, this is by someone called Yasmeen. Summoned into a parallel universe, Ella must kill the murderous defaces targeting her and crack the, crack the sequence to the multiverse. Rescued by the dashing strat, Ella trains to use her energy, uncovering her forgotten past, only to discover she may be the threat. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. Ooh, indeed. <laughs> yeah, so as long as you can give a nice, succinct... Um, tweet that details what your manuscript's about, you know, anyone can look at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good way to, as well, if, even if you're not taking part in Pitmad, you can also get creativity. Obviously, don't copy, we don't copy in this. No. We don't condone that. But, you know, you can get ideas and spark some creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to talk about our next point? Speaking of creative people. Is this our uh, first bilingual poem? It is indeed. Lovely. Well, I don't know if, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you probably follow us on Instagram or Twitter, one of the two. And uh, we've had our first bilingual poem recently by an amazing author called Sophie Kay, which explored um, eating disorders. And it was just an amazing, It was we were so excited to have it because we've got obviously a lot of the poems we've been publishing are, and the works of the poem have been primarily in English. So it's just great to open that door to any new authors that want to um, explore, you know, fears and stuff and they can feel free to uh, publish that uh, and send us our poems as well. Yeah, I mean, it's not, we've not published it just yet. Um, so you'll have to keep an eye out for it. Love that I was so wrong. Love that. <laughs> I was so confident as well. Trying to be professional. And, uh, um, so yeah, Love if that. you do try search for it, you won't see it yet. But um, it is part of a it is part of a series by the amazing Sophie Kay, um, called the Skinny Diaries, and we have released one of hers already. Yep. And this bilingual poem is actually the last in the series because we thought we'll leave. You know, we'll leave the the good one. Well, yeah. they're all good, but you know, the extra special one to last. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely go read the others that we have published so far because they are really good. Um, but do be aware, 
trigger warnings, eating disorders. But yeah, it's really good to, I think as well, I love getting submissions to Fizz that have like not a lesson, but are about real world things, not just about, you know, falling in love and all that, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, eating disorders, they are very apparent in, in our society, especially within women our age um, and even younger, which, you know, it does happen, sadly. But, yeah, do give it a read. And please let us know because we really like feedback and our writers like feedback from the actual readers, not just us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Send us yeah. a message, email us, you know, let us know uh, what, if you like what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. We're always down to chat. Always. Always. Uh, so yeah look out for the that poem by Sophie K um I don't think we're allowed to say the title because in Spanish it is a swear word Uh, (laughs) we're not native speakers so we don't want to yeah we don't want to mess up the pronunciation and two this podcast might get cancelled um by Anchor the where we run it from um for swearing so we don't really want to do that but yeah you'll know you'll know it's the only one you've managed so far yes um so yeah cool so if you are wanting to submit something to us you can always email us messages um if you go on our website you can see the guidelines that we recommend to submitting work to us but so if you want to submit work to us but you're not quite there, you're struggling, you've got writer's block, we have got some activities for you. Yeah. These are mainly for me because I've got such bad writer's block most of the time. <laughs> for someone who's on a creative writing degree or was, past tense, um, you have to write, you have to be constantly producing and it's so hard. If inspiration doesn't strike you, you, you can't really do much about that. So, you know, going for walks and stuff like that, one of the points on this um, we're going to talk about is people watching, which is a really big one for me. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I do that anyway. I just do it anyway. <laughs> Not even for creative duties. <laughs> <laughs> just to fulfil my nose in it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, just to clarify, this um, these activities were originally produced by Writers Relief, which is a really good website. I'd recommend checking out. Um, and they have a good Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you want to get us started, Molly? So, there's seven points on this, seven tips that they've given us, um, and they're for they're non-writing activities. So, they can get you out of your room, out of your office, where you're trying to create, you know, work, and it's not working. So, number one that they've got is to uh, to people watch. You know, go out, take a walk. Look uh, that's number two. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be number one now, isn't it? Right, it's going to be number one. <laughs> number one is people... I'm having a mess. <laughs> people watching, you know, go and sit in a cafe, sit in the corner, and just see how people move. You know, you can go sit on a bus, on a train. and Don't look, be creepy, though. Don't be a weirdo, yeah? Don't impose on people. You're meant to be invisible. You're just looking at people. Someone that might be reading a book and you try and uh, create a story out of... Why are they reading that book? Why are they on this train? Where's their next destination? Sitting in a cafe and there's a mother with a baby or, you know, something. And it just sparks some creative juices going. 
Um, people watching is a really good one for me. That's what I've been doing a lot throughout my degree, just taking a walk and trying to just see who's out there. Because when you sit in your own room for so long and it's just you and your four walls, there's not much going on. So you just need to get out there and see who's out there, what stories you can find. Yeah, I mean, I like as I said, I like to do people watching anyway, um, just because, you know, I am a weirdo. Um, <laughs> like when me and my friend um, went to this cafe the other day, we went upstairs and it was dead quiet. And she went, oh, should we sit in the, right in the middle? Because there was no one else there. And I was like, oh, no, let's sit by the window. <laughs> and I was just like watching everyone walk past that. I wonder it's amazing. Yeah, I love it. But I also like as well, which it can be quite funny, but maybe it's not funny. Maybe I just have a crap sense of humour. But, you know, um, so if you like sat with another person and you see like across the street or wherever two people having a conversation you and your friend can like make up what they're talking about oh my goodness, that's such a good shout like you know you could see you know a husband and wife or whatever and um, you forgot to take the chicken out of the freezer you said you were gonna do it no you said you were gonna do it i love that i mean i don't know how that's gonna spark creativity but you know it's fun anyway yeah creating your own narratives out of exactly exactly that's totally what i do it for yeah definitely (laughs) um anyway so the actual first one on the list is this is this is this is my fault because my writing is shocking yeah um so yeah the first one is actually called the 30 circles challenge so basically you get a piece of paper you draw 30 circles then within three minutes you have to turn each circle into a round object very nice so i'm trying to think of round objects trying to think uh, a hula hoop a ball a tire oh yeah yeah um a baby bell (laughs) (laughs) amazing um what else is it what's the sun different things you know get your mind out of the idea that you can't write anything that you're blocked i think that's a lot of it because when you sit there and you've got writer's block that's all you're thinking about the fact that you're not writing yeah yeah. like sleep and you can't get to sleep i was just about to say that oh my god all you're thinking about is the fact that you're not asleep so yeah i think just the 30 circles or whatever doesn't have to be that specifically but just to get your mind off the track of oh my goodness i'm not writing anything i've got writer's block you know because then something could be sparked from it true yeah um number three number three cue the the gagging noise physical (laughs) exercise yeah (laughs) well you say that but you've been trying to do your little marathon right it's not a marathon. <laughs> right, some people may know this. It's called Couch to 5K, and I've done two runs, okay? I've done two out of, like, oh. so many. Two more than me, so you're doing all right. I mean, I do like to go for, like, nice long walks and stuff, but proper physical exercise, like the gym, I tried that once, never doing that again. <laughs> it may work for other people that are more into, like, physical exercise. Um... But yeah. really, when I'm doing physical exercise, I'm trying to focus on the fact that I'm nearly dying. Um, <laughs> so there's no really room for creativity. My lungs are just trying to survive. <laughs> well, 
I feel like number three, which was physical exercise, and number four, which is socialising, are just mm-hmm. the point of getting yourself out of the the physical the physical room of being stuck there. Yeah. Not, not knowing where to go from here. And just getting out and talking to people, taking your mind off it, you know, coming up, finding new inspiring things. It might just be like a fun tree that you see while you're out walking. And you're like, oh, that sparked something. I can do something with that. I mean, socialising in the past year has been quite hard, but it has, it's reopening. The world is reopening now. So it is getting easier to socialise. But I don't know about you, but. It's taken me a while to get used to the fact that I actually have to socialise again, like, and yeah. go out to places. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I went to my friend's house a few days ago. There was, like, I don't know if this is legal. There was, like, eight people there. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I haven't seen this many faces in, like, two years. Oh, yeah. I get what you mean. Like, it's just so... It's just so weird, a weird concept. I've got so used to being like a little hermit, being in the room. Yeah, I understand. Trying to uphold conversation as well. <gasps> no. Yeah. I just want to watch Netflix and be passive. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no bother. Do you know what'll be weird when we don't have to wear masks anymore and like you actually see like the full face of people? I didn't realize how much I lip read from people because. I don't understand half the things people say to me now because I can't read their lips. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, and it's so embarrassing because I'm like, what? What did you say? Just one more time. And I've said it like four times. I still don't know what they're saying. As well, masks do muffle a bit, the sound. Yeah. It's so but hard. I am all for masks. To be honest, I might continue wearing a mask because, you know, yeah. it, it's we've, I've not had any other illness. Yeah, and you've got funky mask. You've got a friend's mask, which is I do. So- I also have a Louis Farouk mask as well that my mum got me for Christmas. Outstanding. You should just keep them going because you've got funky ones. Yeah, I mean, I do, to be fair. Um, but yes, <laughs> socialising. Um, it can work for some people, but other people, it might not. You might just feel a bit too stressed at the moment. Yeah. To I get creative with it. That is so fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next non-writing activity is taking a class, but obviously not writing. Yeah. Cooking. So, uh, a clown class. Juggling. A clown class? Yeah. These are cl- there's clown schools. I don't know why that came to mind. It just did. Um, is that really what you, what you want to do now? Maybe. Maybe that's where I should go with this year. I can already juggle, so I'm one step there. Can you? Yeah. It's I don't know my... this talent. Yeah, it's one of my only skills. <gasps> on my CV. Wow. <laughs> I think I love you even more now. Um, that was a bit of a gross moment there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you could take like a cooking class, an art class might be a good one because that's still like in the realms of creativity. Yeah. I really want to try uh, like a pottery class, you know, where... You know, like I'm ghost, where they yeah. have the, the wheel. Obviously, not with Patrick Swayze there. Um, I mean, he can if he wants. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to turn him down. Um, when I was younger, we used to go on holiday. I think it was to Abbasock, and there was a man. It sounds weird, but it wasn't weird. There was a man who had a caravan, and he would make pottery with us. I think it was like it was all legal and above board. It was just. <laughs> 
he just he had a caravan and it was in there we all used to make like little pots and little cups and stuff out of clay it was so cool oh yeah well where yeah. i where i live when we were younger we used to have we didn't have normal birthday parties we had painting pottery parties so Whoa. there was this um it was like this cafe oh, what's it what was it called um I can't remember what it was called, but it was really good. And basically, you'd invite all your friends and you'd, like, pick something made out of pot, obviously. So, like, it could be um, a mug or it could be, like, a little lion or a butterfly, something like that. And you just paint it and then, like, a week later, um, you'd go pick it up after it had been in the kiln and everything and you'd be like, this is my little thing, little thing that I made at my friend's birthday party. That's so cool. I used to love it. I don't think it's there anymore, though. We should go. We should go for a day and do some pottery. We should. I'm down. Anyone else wants to come? Just drop us yep. a message. You're invited. Yeah. As long as you're not a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll all go. We'll take fizz and we'll do some pottery. Fizz pottery, boo. Yeah, that could be our side business. To be honest, though, I have been looking forward to like, because obviously we set fizz up during the pandemic so i am looking forward to like um meeting some of our writers and doing activities in person yeah definitely. Um, so we, we could, could all go pottery classing thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah we could we could have like um i can't think like open mic nights where you can <gasps> your poetry oh <gasps> that is such a good idea or um like an extract from a short story or a novel just so you know, get your name out there, meet meet some like minded people. Can we have an open mic night in a pub? hundred percent. Yeah. Pint pot. Let's go do it. Pint pot, they do it there. Oh, they there was open mic nights at the Pine Pot in Salford, which is our uni. Um that I went to a few of them and pe- it was literally just that. People read their poems and extracts from stories and some people sang. It was really cool. That sounds good. I don't know yeah. why I never went to that. And it's a pub, so win. Oh, I missed the pine pot. I only went like twice. Oh, I've spent many a good nights there. Um, also, I found out this out the other week. Um, well, like other month. I'm just not sticking to a time scale here. Um, <laughs> but so you know, across the road from the pine pot, there was like there's like a rundown pub that's not open anymore. Yeah. Guess who used to go there? Who? Carl, Matt. <gasps> Wow. Why was he in Salford? I don't know. But he used to go drinking there and I'm like, I've walked past there. Wow. May have been drunk when I walked past, but I've technically walked in the footsteps of Karl Marx. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, we digress. We digress. Um, Number six, we're nearly finished. Number six <laughs> is meditation. Now, I've never been one for meditation, but... Over the pandemic, everyone seems to be taking up either yoga or like mindful meditation or something. So I feel like I should get into it. Do you know what? I used to think meditation was so hard, like, oh, you've got to clear your mind and everything. That is a lie. You don't have to clear your mind. Basically, what I find works for me with meditations is listening to a guided meditation on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Because you can get one for different things. So I know a lot of people now do like manifestations um and stuff like that so you can do one for that you can literally do one to fall asleep yeah i mean when i was doing my gcse's i had quite bad insomnia um because i was a little stressed (laughs) 
I wanted to get do good on my GCSEs. And then I found some guided meditations for sleep on YouTube. Um, and they worked a treat. Lovely. Yeah. But yeah, med- I definitely recommend meditation. Yeah. Uh, I would tell you what number seven is because I'm looking at what Shania sent me her little writing, but I cannot decipher what you've written. Right, I'll I'll read that. Let you know if I can if I can decipher it. Um, delegate the busy work. Shania, you can't even read your own writing. I was scribbling. I had to do it quickly. Right. <laughs> Basically, one when you want into like actually publish a manuscript and you know all the little faddy admin bits so like going through checking your grammar searching like actual publishers or literary agents or whatever that can like take time out of your actual creativity like the time you need to get things going so by organizing that sort of work that like admin work all that little the boring bits yeah. Um, you can create more room for your creativity. Yeah. And if you've got like friends or family that are willing to do that, that would be like amazing. Like I know me and Shania over the years have sent each other pieces of work and been like, spell check this, can you check that it all makes sense? So you don't have to because <laughs> we didn't know. You, there is companies and people like that you can that will uh charge you for that. So you could you could obviously do that, but if you've got friends and family that will do it, even better. I mean, as well, um, I, I did uh, suggest this to Molly a while ago, but we've just not acted on it yet. Um, we thought about setting up like an editing thing with Fizz anyway. Um, like if you've got a personal statement or something, anything really, if you wanted us to have a look, spell check it, edit it, whatever, give us give our opinion obviously if it's like a personal statement we won't publish it but just for editing purposes we might look at setting that up yeah definitely i i don't want i like doing that that bit because you've already got the bulk the the person has already written the bulk of the thing you're just you know cleaning up the the loose ends so i'd be more than happy to um look at anyone's you know personal statement cv any you know poems or things would be yeah that would be great we'll yeah that. just like as a fresh pair of eyes um so yeah if, if anyone would thinks that's a good idea be interested in that let us know and we'll we'll get it set up yeah definitely um but yeah basically when molly was saying about us you know editing each other's and spell checking i had a little laugh to myself because when i need something checking by molly um i don't get it for free <laughs> oh my goodness no i can't just be giving out my expertise for nothing obviously on first i won't ask you for anything however shania you know i ask her for a performance because <laughs> she loves a musical as much as i do and obviously we've all been watching the hit hamilton so the last few times that Shania's asked me to proofread or spell check or anything i've asked for a performance in hand and oh my goodness hasn't she delivered just <laughs> Full dance moves, full rapping. I felt like I was in the presence of Lynn Manuel Miranda. Outstanding. Yeah. So if the makers of Hamilton um need someone to step in at any point, I'm here. I'm ready. I have no life. 
I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, she's ready. She knows all the words, all the dance moves. Yeah, Molly will be my reference. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> yeah. You brought, you came through, though. I was ready for you to say, no, I don't want you to prove really that badly. But you were like, oh, 100% it'll be in you within five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I keep I keep my word. Um, stick to it. I understand that you know things in life don't come for free. You can't get everything on a silver plate. So you got to do what I got to do. Do. And if that involves you know, rapping Hamilton <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday night for me, then yeah. Honestly, the amount of times my mum's like stood at my bedroom door like, "What? What's going on?" <laughs> just I'm just paying Molly. Yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah, so basically, if you try any of these non-writing activities, please let us know if they boost your writing creativity. Um, or like, if they're a waste of time, let us know. If they're not, let us know. Yeah, just get in touch with us. Let us know what you're, what you're doing. Yeah, we want more communication with people because like, we see people have listened to this podcast. And we see people liking our stuff on Instagram and stuff. And we want we want to be more of a community. That's what we set out to be. So yeah. we're not scary people, I don't think. I mean... Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I mean, I have been told by someone's ex-boyfriend before that um, I'm hard to approach on a night out because I just look a bit scary. Um, <laughs> Goodness. Usually I'm just in the zone dancing away so I don't get how that can be scary unless I accidentally elbow you in the face with my dance moves yeah well you gotta like give people room when they're dancing come on I know but you know people should give me room I'm the I'm the star of this show <laughs> obviously anyway um so yeah let us know if these work for you yeah all that jazz all of it and all that jazz you just get a free performance now. There you go. A little taster for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Last point. Last little one. Last bullet point for you. So, how do we feel about celebrities, YouTubers, people with general pla- big platforms writing books? What do you think? This wasn't an original bullet point and you sprung this on me, so I'd like to know what your thoughts are. Well, I think some celebrities may be good writers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some just think, I'll give this a bash. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I've got this platform. I'll just give it a bash. But they might not be very good, but they get book deals anyway just because of who they are. And sometimes I don't agree with that because there is thousands, millions of amazing writers in this world. And just because, you know, they're not on um, the Ellen show or whatever, yeah, they don't get a book deal straight away. I totally and agree. Publishers uh, are focusing on people just because they have a big platform yeah i agree with you i think like when i was younger and used to watch youtube um hopefully people can relate um people used to bring out books either like non-fiction books or you know self-help books or things like that 
And I would just be thinking, well, sometimes they didn't even write it. Sometimes there's a ghostwriter and things like that. And all I ever wanted was to have my name at the bottom of a book to say that I am a published author. And these people do it like it's nothing. And I'm not saying that um, obviously some of them are good writers and non-fiction writers and have good stories to tell. But most of them just have a name and a platform and have just written it just to say that they've written a book. Yeah. And a lot of it, as well as everything else in this world, is rooted in making money. A hundred percent. It's like when you see a celebrity and they're doing like an advert for something that's totally just not worth it. And you just think, are they actually that low on cash? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, like you say, some will be good writers and have important things to say, but then others will just be like doing it for the sake of it. And I just think it's wasting space. Like, why don't publishers focus that energy onto like people like you and me that want to be writers one day, uh, like published writers, um, like help them move along and move yeah. up the ladder rather than just focusing on the people that are already at the top. Yeah, I'd love to hear what other people think about this because if it, it might just be me and Shania and we're like, eh, let us have a book. Which is pity. Yeah, but well, I would like, I'd love to see what other people think if they agree with us or not because I do think a lot of it is rooted in money and um, someone's got a big name. So we'll just, someone else can write a book and we'll slap their name on it. Yeah. And obviously some celebrities the fame goes to the red and they think you know the 10 men um like god's gift to everyone um and they'll be horrible to work with who wants to work with someone that's horrible cut to us in 10 years when fizz has gone viral and we're just awful people (laughs) (laughs) just writing book after book that's not good um yeah hopefully but yeah let us know your opinions i mean this podcast it's not just about us having a chat. I mean, it might seem like that. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we want we want to hear your opinions on whatever we talk about each time yeah. we record a podcast. Definitely, yeah. Um, next week we're gonna. I know that these last two podcasts we've done is just me and Shania talking, but next week um, we'll be talking to amazing person, personal friend, um, called Georgia Georgia Brown. And she's done so much writing, journalism, so we can't wait to pick her brains about um, everything, really, about writing and university and such things. And she's also running Reclaim the Night for Warrington. Yeah, that was when uh, Sarah Everard was tragically killed, so she started up a movement for that, which was amazing. So we'll get to pick her brain on all that that's been going on and, you know, just ex like sharing her experiences yeah it'll be good i'm very excited for that chat hopefully yeah it'll be good it'll be great yeah so definitely if you're listening to this one and you've actually got to the end of this one um do tune in to the next one (laughs) thank you and tune in again please 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 do um 43 minutes i think this is an all right time yeah it's a good one yeah so we'll love you and leave you and thanks for listening thank you bye bye